Welcome to the Postpartum Coach Podcast, where we embrace our needs as moms, we learn to lead ourselves first, then our families, and where we create our own healing from the inside out to find our way to the work we were meant to do in this world. I'm your host, a fellow mom of three and a certified life coach, Lizzie Langston. Hello to all of you total babes. What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the podcast. If you are new, hey, my name's Lizzie. I'm a mom of three kids. My oldest is six. I have an almost five-year-old and a three-year-old little guy. It's the best. Uh, I started this podcast uh, as part of my business. I'm the postpartum coach. I serve women in postpartum anxiety and depression, but that's just the beginning. So really, my belief is that postpartum anxiety and depression are both symptoms of a body and a mind that are laden with stories and emotions that need to be released and that they don't actually serve who we're really meant to be. So personally, if you are feeling postpartum anxiety and or postpartum depressiveness, I just want to say that was me. You're in good company. There's a lot of women that listen here that that's them as well. And it's a good thing because it means your body's working and it's talking to you. So though it can be quite a journey to figure out anxiety and depression, it's a journey worth taking because it's a journey back to your body and listening to your body and healing in your body and reconnecting with yourself in a way that sometimes many mothers don't. So I want you to know, I count it as a gift and a blessing to be experiencing postpartum anxiety and depression because it takes you back to the roots of your existence, which is your body and your relationship with it. Today, I'm going to be talking about postpartum hustling, which is essentially, per the definition of Google, is obtaining by forceful action or persuasion. So what are we obtaining when we're hustling postpartum? We are obtaining a pace and an outer facade to those watching, including husband, children even, and neighbors, friends, mother-in-laws, right? We're obtaining a certain facade and also a certain pace by forceful action or persuasion. We're not listening to our body. We're not asking it what it needs, and we're not being willing to slow down and heal if needed. So I want to start this episode by sharing what inspired it. So I'm in a mastermind for my business. For those who may not be familiar with the term mastermind, it's just a place that we go. It's a group that we're a part of really as business owners to essentially raise our self-concept individually and collectively. So there's this magical thing that happens when we all get together in a dedicated space for our businesses and for raising our self-concept. And when I say self-concept, that just means like, your outlook on who you are in the world. So I like to believe that all of us are God and goddess material. And your self-concept is basically the excavation process of uncovering your total glory in this life and actually discovering who you really are, including your actual worth, your actual capability, and your most true characteristics more than you now currently know about yourself. 
And so I think that the highest truth is that you are essentially goddess material. You are divine. You are God's daughter. You are literally his creation and you have his spiritual DNA flowing through you at all times. Like what? That's insane. feels like reverent to even talk about that, right? And so in this mastermind, I am using it as a strategy to help me uncover who I really am in my business. And the powerful thing about doing this is serving other women. Well, that's lovely and everything, but why am I telling you this? So the reason I got into this mastermind is that I could see that I was hustling and this was happening because I was chasing goals. I was trying to make certain amounts of sales. I was busy just serving my clients. I wasn't organized. I wasn't doing the things in my business that would contribute to the health of my business overall and the sustainability. So there was an imbalance in my business and the skills were tipping and it was costing me the ability to grow and it was costing me the quality of my ideas in my business. And frankly, my physical health and even in part, my motherhood in the beginning, I was so imbalanced that I wasn't really stable in either my business or my life because I'd been running too fast for too long and I was paying for it. Why am I sharing this with you? I believe that we do this as moms. When we enter the role of motherhood, just like I entered the role of being an entrepreneur for the first time, when we enter the role of motherhood, we have all this idea of what it should be like. And we get so busy hustling to fit into the roles and responsibilities and what we think we should be doing. We stop listening to our body and we stop listening to ourselves and our highest intuition and what we need. We hustle. And the way this looks postpartum is we don't give our body and our mind the time that they need to catch up to our new life and to essentially heal, especially if there's been trauma during the birth experience, or especially if motherhood isn't panning out to be what you thought it would be. There can be so much grieving of your past life and disillusion and even anger and resentment and bitterness. And we feel scared of that because we didn't see it coming. We didn't expect it. And we don't want to make a noise, right? We don't want to cause problems. We just want to be the good mom that loves motherhood and does all the things. So we hush ourselves up. We kind of stuff it down and we put on a good face and we try to make it work. And we do this for sometimes years. I did this for like four years and there's nothing wrong with it. But the only thing is it's coming at the cost of what's real for us. So we're doing, we're hustling. This is why I call it hustling because it's at the expense of the back end of our motherhood, which is our brain, our body, our real true emotions. And here's how we know this is happening is we end up in anxiety or depression more than normal for us, more than we'd like. And we really don't know even what to do with it and how to get out of it. I just want you to know that that's a sign from your body and your mind that it is time to slow down and work on some processes on the back end, right? Like the way that you think and the way that you're handling your emotions and even releasing stored emotions in your body, which is all the work I do with my clients in coaching. So if that sounds of interest to you, you can just always come join us. Just lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. You guys know that link, but 
When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Anyway, so how do we stop hustling? What does that look like? Going back to my business analogy, in my business, what it looked like was slowing down the front end, which is sales and marketing, right? The customer facing stuff, and taking resources like time and money and putting them into my brain, regulating things, getting myself coaching, giving myself space to be upset and disappointed about what wasn't working, and then the space to figure out something new. I also um, hired a massage therapist and I see her every week as part of my business. And I get my body really looked at and taken care of and realigned because I sit in a chair a lot each day, right? Like I took the, the whole sustainability thing and my overall health of my business really seriously. Can we do this in our motherhood? What keeps us from doing this? My thought is that we genuinely don't have, sometimes we just haven't seen it modeled of really like healthy, sustainable motherhood where we're really taking care of ourselves. So many of us haven't seen that modeled by our mothers or just in our life at all by women that we know. Another piece I think is we genuinely as daughters of God, we think we know our worth. We're like, yeah, I'm a child of God, but we genuinely actually don't believe that we're enough. And we are hustling in our motherhood because it's tied to our worth. And we just want to feel like we're enough. This is my offering and this is the work that I do with postpartum moms is I literally help them. I help Christian women who are postpartum to restore their mind and their body, right? To basically rebalance the back end of their motherhood, which is themselves, their body and their mind so that they can then be present in the way that they want to with their children in a way that doesn't come at the expense of them themselves. And so that way they're able to have a motherhood much longer and not run into things like anxiety and depressiveness. I am not going to lie. It's not always fun to stop the hustle in our life. Like we get used to the rhythm and routine of busy and fast, and we get used to the way that we're eating and just throwing whatever in our mouth. And it's not always easy or fun to stop and slow down and do this work on ourselves, on our mind and our body and reinvesting back into ourselves. But anxiety and depression are the cost of not doing so. And I want you to just play with this idea that it's possible that there's a motherhood, like a version of motherhood that you haven't experienced yet. When you come out of like the hustle and slow down and do this healing and restorative work that is better than you could ever imagine. I think what's tricky is sometimes we settle into the busy, fast, hustly motherhood and we settle into being out of touch with our bodies and we just keep going and we think that's just how it should be. And we see a bunch of other moms doing the same thing. So we don't question it and we miss out on this rich deepness and fulfilling um, presence that we can have in our life and in our motherhood and with our kids. I know that that is what we all want. Like the women that listen to this podcast, you all 
really do crave and genuinely want that presence. And sometimes you might even feel like you have it here and there, but if it's not to the point that you want it to be, it's time to do some work on your mind and body. I'm going to give you some tips to help you stop hustling. Since I'm like the queen of hustling in both business and motherhood, hustling away from pain, right? Hustling away from the emotional and mental work that I needed to do. I want to give you some ways that as I looked back on my story, I could see were kind of calling to my attention and manifesting, you know, the pain points when, when you hustle, this is what happens. So here's some of these, just in case they're helpful for you as you kind of assess and do your own work this way. First, you are borderline chronically fatigued. I literally had to go to the doctor. I didn't know why I was so tired all the time. The fatigue just piles up. It almost has you wondering if you're maybe pregnant or something. It doesn't seem to make sense. Now, I also had some gluten intolerance that I discovered around this time, but I don't think it was just the gluten. I think it was all exacerbated from how much I was hustling. Another sign that you're hustling is you just can't seem to relax. You have anxiety, obviously, that flares up but sometimes it builds to panicking or you're just panicky and you're not very present, grounded, calm. Um, and believe me, you can actually be present, grounded, and calm as a mom of three, three and under, like you can, it's available to us. We just usually, like I said, haven't seen it modeled and, um, it is totally possible, but again, that's how, you know, you're hustling a bit on the front end of your motherhood. Um, if you try and just stay busy, if you don't stop and be with your body much, it's just sort of, it's like your body's along for the ride, but your head, you know, does everything. If you live in your head and the way you know that is anxiety, but fast thoughts, really high kind of fast energy. Sometimes you get headaches just from overthinking or overanalyzing. Um, if your motherhood centers on what others think of you, and I don't want you to feel any shame if you are honest with yourself and you notice this, this is usually how most of us start out in the role of motherhood. I think it's really natural when you're starting something new to kind of look around you and want that external validation and almost consolation that you're doing it right. Last but not least, as I wrap up this episode today, I want to leave you guys with some tips, some thoughts that you can think and ways to um, treat your body and be with yourself to make your motherhood more sustainable and to slow down and get out of that anxiety and depression in a healthy way. Last but not least, I want to leave you with a vision of what your life and motherhood can feel like and what you can expect on the other side of doing the work to come back to your body, to slow down and to heal and become more present in your life and the work to really address the underlying anxiety and depressiveness that you could be feeling at any level. When I made this change and what I'm seeing my clients um, experience as they've made this change is that you will become more present. I think I've talked about that one. Um, you will have so much more creativity to solve problems or come up with solutions to friction in your household or ways to take care of yourself. You'll just have more creativity available to you. You'll make better use of your time. You will feel calm about either the amount of time that you have without plans or the plans that you do have, you won't feel rushed or overwhelmed as much. Um, if you run a business or work in a job, you'll probably do a better quality work and potentially make more money. That's definitely something I noticed. Um, my house stays cleaner when I'm not hustling as much. I enjoy my kids more 
and I enjoy sex more and like intimacy just because that's an activity that's so much in your body, right? I have more playfulness with my children. I, um, I cook more and eat healthier when I stopped hustling. So these are all really beautiful things you have to look forward to on the other side of this work. I want to send you off with some hope, which is that when you come out of the hustle, healing is easy. When you're in the hustle, the anxiety and depression feel like such big problems that you feel very confused about how to solve them and overwhelmed. And they just keep happening because you keep resisting them and you're not slowing down and really creatively figuring out how to heal them. And so it's just this hustle, hustle, hustle. And we even approach our healing and slowing the anxiety and depression with hustle. It's just not effective and it takes a ton of energy and it just drags it out longer. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile and the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, offering professional grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com, or just stop by. Granger, for the ones who get it done. So when you slow down, healing becomes very intuitive. You'd be surprised when my clients first come to me, so much um, healing happens so quickly, like within the first four weeks of our coaching, simply because they're finally slowing down. Your body is made to release emotion and your body is made to talk to you and this interconnection and to heal itself. But when we're going so fast and we're living in our head, we don't give it a a chance. We don't give it any airtime to really do that. And so when you have dedicated 45 minute sessions every week to doing that and slowing down on purpose and having somebody help you do that, it's amazing how quickly your body responds to that and your emotional and mental health come back, you know, relatively quickly over that time. Another thing to look forward to is like when you stop hustling and you start listening to your body, suddenly it has more to give to you. And I notice this in my clients. I hear them tell me it in very surprised ways. They're like, I can't believe how much I got done this weekend. I haven't been able to get that much done in ages. I can't believe how much energy I've had. I even went and took my sister-in-law dinner when I'm usually the one that can barely get dinner on the table for my family. So these are the types of things that I'm talking about. They're creating systems for cleaning and chores, and it's not out of should or obligation, but because because they're just healthier and happier because they've released all this stuff. Their anxiety goes down and their depression fades out of existence. You come out of guilt and shame because you are connected to your true self and you know her. So you naturally just want to stop beating her down. Your, your self-criticism calms way down. You can be more present with your kids. And one of my favorite things is more present with your dreams Yes, present with your dreams and actually giving airtime to what you want and knowing what that is and getting clear on it and maybe even making plans. Maybe that gives you a little thrill. Maybe that even scares you a little bit. But yes, when we start, when we stop hustling, we have access to that dream building, you know, prefrontal cortex so much more. Um, so this is what I do. This is what I do with my clients over the course of six months. We stop talking meanly to ourselves. We stop hustling in our motherhood and we start healing and restoring our bodies and minds. We do this through what I teach my clients to do. And it comes very naturally to them, but is we open ourselves up and we are willing to feel all of the emotions, starting with the anxiety and depressiveness, becoming willing to feel all those things. Jesus Christ, when he performed the atonement 
and took upon himself the pain and the sickness and the sins of the world, he was willing to feel all of it. And that's what enabled him to become the glorified being and our savior that he is. And I want you to consider when you are open to feeling all the things and to doing this work and letting your body go through this and your mind cleanse itself in this way, what's on the other side of that for you? On the other side of that for Jesus Christ, of course, he wasn't, I'm sure, even thinking of himself, but on the other side of that, he was able to now give and and help forward the purpose of all of us here in mortality. What could you do? What's on the other side of your life as you allow yourself to slow down and heal and feel all these things? I can't wait to discover what that is. So I'll see you on your consult, and I love you guys. We'll talk next week. Hey. Lizzie here. I've helped dozens of postpartum moms just like you to manage their postpartum anxiety and deconstruct their postpartum depression. It's really easy for me. So if you're ready to feel better, I know the way. Let's chat on the phone. Set up a time by going to lizzielangston.com forward slash consult. It's pretty simple and I will be calling you soon.